So Kenny, today we've got a little bit different. We're getting a little peek behind the scenes of how our podcast gets made. We thought we'd check behind the curtain and, and talk to the to the two guys that really make us sound super good, right? Yes, absolutely. So really excited. We're talking with our producers, Tad Sane and Ali Hassan today. Hope you enjoy. Welcome, everyone, to the Operation Automation Podcast by Omron, where we are talking all things factory automation. My name is Carrie Lee, and I'm the America's Sales Manager for Early Career Development. I've been with Omron for three and a half years and have about 17 years of experience in automation. Sitting here with me is Kenny Heidel. Hi, everyone. I am Kenny Heidel, and I'm a channel sales manager focusing on channel engagement. I've been with Omron for four years and have 15 years of combined factory and industrial automation experience. Kenny and I are neighbors at our Omron office and would often have conversations at the coffee machine or in the hallways where we would talk about new technologies and trends and, of course, the Chicago White Sox. We hope to recreate that time here in our podcast and share it with listeners so that you can learn along with us. So whether you are pouring yourself the first or the fifth coffee of the day, driving to your first appointment, or walking the dog, we hope to help you start your day off right with a little fun and hopefully you learn something new. Okay, Kenny, we've got a special episode today. Do you want to give us our preview? Podcast killed the radio star. Wow, I like it. Does that infer that we're podcast stars? I think we can be self-proclaimed, right? That's what people are doing these days, right? Yeah. My dog <laughs> thinks I'm good, so yeah. I'll take it. Okay, so yeah. Today's kind of an exciting episode. This is our 21st episode. We've done 20 now. We thought it was kind of a good time for us to look back at what we've done and what we're planning to do moving forward. And I think it was pretty important for us to have some special guests to help us with that. So, Kenny, who do we have today? Absolutely, Carrie. We have Tad Sane and Ali Hassan, who are our two producers that make us sound infinitely better than we do normally. Are you kidding? We never get edited. <laughs> we are probably the most edited. <laughs> but welcome, guys. Thank you for having us. Good to be here. Yeah, thanks for having us. Excited. So you guys know this should be old hat for you. What? We'll start with our toughest question first. Ali, what is your go-to takeout food order? Oh, that one's a little overwhelming because I am just a huge fan of food in general. <laughs> if anything, it might have been better to ask me what I don't like. But I think one thing that comes to mind is just a nice steak taco. Nice. <laughs> I can never turn down a delicious taco from most places. There is a, one particular restaurant. It's called Senior Jalapeno that I go to frequently. Um, just amazing Mexican food. So I'd, I'd probably point to that one first. Nice. nice, nice. My mouth is watering already. What about you, Ted? So for me, it's got to be pizza, hands down. Love pizza. Uh, and I actually really like to make pizza as well. So it's kind of mm. kind of hard for me. If Like, do I do the takeout or do I make it myself? So, uh, but yeah, without a doubt, it's got to be pizza. So what's your, what's your go-to topping? So my go-to topping is uh, pepperoni and pineapple. I know that there is a big mm. anti-pineapple contingency out there, but you know, th 
it's like people who don't like cilantro. I don't trust people who don't like cilantro. <laughs> I don't trust people who don't like pineapple on pizza. It's it's gotta happen. <laughs> I love pineapple on pizza, by the way. Yeah, it's gotta <laughs> Are you doing pepperoni and pineapple together? It's like a spicy version of Hawaiian. That is correct. Interesting. Yes. Interesting. Yes. There was That's a restaurant out. here uh called Pietro's, and they used to market that as the Pepe Lula. I don't know why I remember that, but so that's what it used to be called, the Pepe Lula. So that's my go-to. Mm-hmm. All right. Interesting. I was going to say, let's have our producers insert a uh, sound effect there when you drop the pepperoni pineapple. But, uh, yeah, do some <laughs> sort of Hawaiian, yeah. you know. There you go. <laughs> yeah. If, if not, we'll make the sound effect ourselves. Exactly. Our, our we'll studio. There you go. All right. Second question. If you have to get work done, what is your jam music choice? We will start with you, Tad. So for me, I actually find listening to music while I work somewhat distracting. I will often have like a classical channel on in the like other end of the house. So I like to listen to podcasts typically while I work. I know, big surprise. But uh, <laughs> so while I'm, while I'm working, I'll usually listen to podcasts. But in terms of music. I'm a huge New Wave 80s fan. Duran Duran is near and dear to my heart. They're my favorite band of all time. Uh, Other bands, Simple Minds, OMD, those are uh, very near and dear to my heart, those bands. I also like some of the 4AD kind of darker indie pop stuff like Cocteau Twins, Future Mm -hmm. Islands. Um, And then I got to give a shout out to uh, a more recent band called Ginger Root. And it's a guy in L.A. And (laughs) Wikipedia describes his music style as indie soul slash elevator music, which I think is hilarious. (laughs) But he's actually a video producer and content creator. So his music is a very multimedia experience. So he creates little background stories for the albums that he puts out and then does like a video companion online. So so I I also have to give him a shout out. Uh, But before I I close this out, I do have to say there is one little fun fact here that I want to share, and that is my favorite album of all time is Rio by Duran Duran. That album was released on May 10th. The founding of Amran was on May 10th, and my birthday is on May 10th. Wow. So there's like a little trifecta going on there. Well done. So you have blue blood is what you're I, saying. You exactly. have Amran blue blood. That's what exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So. Cool. Uh, and, and also, we 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 talked a little bit about Duran Duran before we started, and I'm a little sad to you know have to point out that I'm the only one here that knows what the reflex is. So, you know. and careful saying blue blood. You know that uh, Kenny and Carrie are White Sox fans. There, yeah. No. Oh, right. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> uh, I guess I'll I'll answer next. Yeah. So nothing in particular. I normally listen to just quote unquote white noise. I'll just find any type of like white noise online. I used to listen to, uh, might be ashamed to say this, but I think there was this, there's this website called Noisly and they have different types of background noises. I used to listen right. to office noise where it's sounds like you're uh, in the office and people are yeah. talking around you because <laughs> it just makes me feel like I'm in that environment. Other than that, usually my go-to is just like the sound of rain. I don't know why. It just locks me in. I get in the zone. Nice, nice. The nice white noise in the background. I get it. I yeah. get it. Once in a while, some old school hip hop, but that's about it. Nice. Um, okay. Besides uh, producing this podcast, Tad, what is your favorite hobby? So I wrote down a few, but I think right now my favorite hobby would be exercise. Uh, mm. At the beginning of the pandemic, 
I made a real concerted effort to get in better shape. I have asthma and, you know, COVID, one of the people who are at greater risk are those with asthma. So I decided to be proactive about it and start a more aggressive workout schedule. And um, so I ended up hiring a trainer and I'm going to a gym and I met a very supportive group of people. Uh, The name of the gym is Innovative Fitness and Fircrest. If I could give them a shout out, that's Fircrest, Washington. And uh, yeah, it's been life changing for me. It's been absolutely wonderful. Nice. That's a very inspiring hobby. I could use yes. some of your motivation. How about you, Ali? Mine is just a video editing. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about my job later, I'm sure. I think nothing right now. It's probably just being a parent. <laughs> my son is three years old. And, um, we have another one on the way. So uh, that keeps me busy as, uh, enough and uh, just trying to, I guess, perfect that side of me. Uh, Before children, I'd probably say um, exercise and just anything that's kind of on the creative side, whether it's drawing, painting, producing multimedia stuff, uh, things of that nature. Congratulations. I didn't know you guys were expecting. Really exciting for you. Yeah, congrats on on number two. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah, it's... um, it's happening. So <laughs> <laughs> hobby slash full-time job. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know. I, I put that under the bucket of hobby. Yeah. Uh, it sounds terrible. <laughs> All right. Well, for our listeners, if you guys don't mind, if you can give a little bit of your background and history with Omron, uh, and then we can jump into the real hard-hitting questions. So uh, Ali, go ahead. Tell us about your role with Omron. Sure. So my current title is Senior Video Producer and Motion Graphic Artist, a mouthful. <laughs> AKA the video guy is what people normally call me. <laughs> um, up until a few months ago, I, I was the only video guy. We have two people helping with video now. Shout out to Mike Skelly, my partner. But yeah, it's, I've been with the company four years now and primarily help create and manage the uh, production of our marketing videos um, from pre production, production to post production, and including some of the uh, promotional strategy. So that is my day job with the company. Nice. Nice, nice. How about you, Ted? So I am a senior graphic designer here at Omron. I've been with the company for just over five years, celebrated my five-year anniversary in October. Congrats. Thank you. Congrats. Before I was at Omron, I was at a company named Microscan, which was acquired by Omron. So I was brought on uh, as part of the Microscan team and... I've been a designer primarily throughout my career here, but when COVID hit, we decided that we wanted to do more video uh, content, more webinars, more things of that nature. So our boss at the time said, hey, Tad, would you you know like to help out with some of these things? And I was brought on board for the podcast, as well as some other projects that we were doing at the time. So I started to dabble into the AV world a little bit at that time. So that's how I got into uh, the podcast. I know we'll talk a little bit more as we go along, but um, yeah, so that's that's uh, primarily graphic designer is a day job, and this is more, you know, a, a plus one, if you will. Hey, before we get into the um, the questions, I just want to kind of make a comment that, you know, when we 
started kicking around. I don't know, Kenny, who Valen told us that they, <laughs> we should do a podcast. Um, it We didn't really know what we were getting into at all. And we were like, how hard could it be? We could talk, right? And um, <laughs> I, I don't think we would have been able to get as many episodes out or have them at least on my part, the number of flubs I have out in a, in a professional manner without uh, Tad and Ali. And it's pretty cool to look back. And we all kind of started out in this, you know, we're like, you guys do video. We use similar recording, right? And I just want to make a comment and commend and thank both of you guys for all the extra work you guys have put in and really taken ownership of how do we actually make, you know, for lack of a better term, a grown-up podcast. And it's really been fun to reap the benefits of all the hard work you guys have been doing. So I appreciate it for both. hundred percent completely agree with what you're saying. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's been a journey, but uh, I appreciate that. And uh, I'm excited to, to make it even better. Absolutely. Couldn't have, couldn't have said it any better, Carrie. You know, we always even make comments where, you know, we do our prep work and everything before each episode, but you guys, you guys do the heavy lifting and we really appreciate it because we definitely would not sound as good if it was just the two of us doing that, doing that work. So we really, really appreciate it. Exactly. We make the joke that uh, at least I personally have a face for podcasts, which oh. Dad realized was an insult recently. <laughs> I was going to drop that joke later. Come on. Um, <laughs> Cross it off the list. <laughs> I don't even think I have a voice or the, you know, would have, I, let me say it this way. You guys are going to have to edit this part, but um, the the hard work you guys do to really help us sound well and learning and taking the time to do the research and hey these are things we should consider it's just just been awesome so before we get started on the the fun questions i just wanted to thank you guys well as you always say carrie teamwork makes the dream work <laughs> i don't want to get too emotional this early yeah, in the podcast right, right. <laughs> yeah tissues tissues close please tissues close. <laughs> all right so uh as we've gone on this journey uh together We've recorded, this is our 21st recording, and even then we probably had a list of uh, a few others, right, that we got planned on the docket. But as we look at what we've done and how far we've come, guys, what's your favorite podcast that we've recorded? Um, I think I'd say for me, it was probably a close tie between air supply chain and factory of the future. And I'd say air supply chain because it was related to such a global issue going on at the time. Mm-hmm. And to just hear, it was interesting to hear Brian, uh, Leeson, and Julie Harvey talk about uh, how that's affecting Amran, you know, how mm-hmm. it's affecting us and how they're dealing with that directly. Mm-hmm. And then I'd probably say Factory of the Future because it was just also, again, really, really interesting to hear uh, Mike Chen talk through some of the uh, common misconceptions about automation, uh, about, you know, what our company does mm-hmm. and what the actual benefit is when it comes to automation. He just explained it r- really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I would agree those would be my, my two. How about you, Ted? For me, uh, I'm going to have to go with episode three, which is she's got the whole world in her hands. And that was with Terry Kiesling, who's one of our global account managers. That was beyond a doubt the one that got me the most amped up and excited. I really liked her energy and passion for her job. She's obviously very knowledgeable in her field. She's 
obviously very passionate about sh what she does, extremely well-spoken. And I remember at the end of the episode, when we were wrapping up, I was like, I want to edit the audio for this episode because <laughs> I wanted to hear what she had to say. Again. I was just so taken in by what she was talking about. Um, so she was really talking a lot about how businesses are trying to deplastic and come up with more eco-friendly ways of doing their business. Uh, one of the things that she mentioned was that Coke is starting to generate a paper bottle. And uh, she also talked a little bit about how companies are buying up recycling centers and the whole supply chain and just, you know, how the way that we're, that businesses are are evolving and moving into the future is just really fascinating. And, and she just did such a good job, in my view, of unpacking a lot of that and really making it digestible and understandable. And uh, yeah, so that one, without a doubt. And I went back and I, I listened to that again. And uh, it was just, I kind of just had the same response to the second time around uh, that I did the first. So yeah. That's awesome. One thing I, I want to point out that I noticed that both of you guys commented on, and Kenny, I'm not going to take offense. I hope you don't either. It's not the ones that's just me and you, but that's fine. Yep. <laughs> yep. All joking aside, I think uh, what I did when I heard you guys say that is it's exactly what we wanted to do when we think about what we were setting out for the mission of this podcast is getting other people to hear, you know, how many amazing, smart, engaging people there are here at Omron. So I love to hear that you guys, you guys picked up on that as well. Kenny, did you have a favorite podcast? I was going to say to even expound upon that is I feel like, and my episode numbering is a little bit different, but when we talked to Terry and we talked to Mark Sadie, right? Both of those started to feel like carry between us and our guests the mm -hmm. comfort level that we had and kind of yeah. driving the conversation, but also creating very good information for our listeners. That was kind of where I felt like we hit our stride in, in what we've been doing. And we've been improving ever since. But that was kind of like, in my mind, that's the turning point. Somewhere around that point, I liked those two episodes because it really we started to feel comfortable mm -hmm. and understand like we could do this. And like th there's some good stuff that we can get out of it, too. Absolutely. That, that's a good point. And I. I think Tad and I being in the in the back end during each session probably realized that too, seeing how this whole podcast and how our team started from, you know, one to two people to three to four of us. Um, you know, it's it's been how long now we've been doing the podcast? At least a year. And I definitely can say I've seen that that growth of seeing how the conversation between you guys and people in the company. Um, it's becoming more authentic, you know, a little mm -hmm. more real, understandable, personable, and just all those things that makes not only makes the podcast good, but makes the listeners really become engaged because it just comes off so natural and, and, and just very uh, informative. Mm -hmm. Okay, so Tad, uh, we've talked quite a bit. I know you've done a ton of research on, you know, really, how do you make an effective podcast? What would you say looking back from those first few ones to now, what has been your biggest surprise, whether it be a topic or uh, recording? So I don't know if surprise is necessarily the word that I would use here, but our mission here at Omron is to improve lives and contribute to a better society. And I think there are a number of ways in which we apply that. And for me, I think the best implementation of that, which is somewhat surprising to me, uh, is the topic of robot-assisted surgery. That came up mm -hmm. when uh, we interviewed Adrian Choi, 
And I forget which one of you asked the question, but you asked, what is the coolest thing you've seen a robot do? And Adrian said, robot-assisted surgery. And instantly the mood, you know, in the room changed, <laughs> changed yeah. because, you know, we were talking about like battle bots and things like that. And so, you know, we're kind of talking about robots in a more fun level. And then he said, robot-assisted surgery. And, you know, how precise robots can be in certain surgical applications, and that even surgeons can perform surgeries remotely. That is a little surprising and shocking to me. The fact that robotics technology has been developed to the point where a surgeon can be remote and perform a surgery, it's absolutely stunning to me. So I think that that part was probably the most surprising and resonated the most deeply. And I think in part because once he shared that, you all started sharing personal stories about how that had, imp had impacted your life as well. And I can <laughs> think of those kinds of personal stories too. Um, so I think just knowing that our technology can really, you know, do what our mission statement says, improve lives and contribute to a better society. If that's not improving lives and contributing, I don't know <laughs> what is, you know? Mm -hmm. What about you, Ellie? Well said, Ted. I, nothing um, that kind of, I guess, grabbed me the way that did to Tad. But I, I honestly feel like every episode I did learn something. So on a personal level, it was just really just engaging for myself uh, because we do it for the company. And sure, mm -hmm. we work in, you know, Tad and I work in the marketing team. Uh, we know, you know, our products and services and the benefits, all that, you know, jazz. But we don't really know, you know, fully know the the products so um or even the operations of the company at times so when we did talk to certain people it was just um really interesting to to hear more about each topic i, I think w if i were to pick one it would probably be the semiconductor charmed life episode just the amount of information that was told <laughs> in that episode was just mind-boggling to me mm -hmm. um and i love technology i feel like i understand it to some degree but that one just kind of you know, just made me feel so tiny because there was so much that Matt Hyatt talked about in that episode. It just blew me away. And, mm -hmm. and there's just so much to even semiconductor in general um, and the manufacturing of that and the role it plays in electronics. So I'd probably pick that one. What about you, Carrie? Um, I think less on topics, but just like on a process level, how willing so many people were to come in and do this at Omron. We put a lot of people out of their comfort zones for joining. Um, I'll call out Brian Monty. I don't think <laughs> he, he was super familiar with podcasts, but he was willing to come on and share his, um, his knowledge. And a lot of folks just were willing to do it. And it made me uh, excited to be part of Omron and excited to be part of this podcast. It's been fun to have an opportunity to talk to so many, so many different people from executives um, all the way through to, you know, the four of us, nobody's on this, on this episode, <laughs> right? <laughs> so. That's true. I was going to say too, even, you know, I enjoyed every conversation we had but some of the things that were always surprising, I loved our first three questions, right? Because mm -hmm. it yeah. kind of, you know, some of these people that we work with are extremely talented, but just to kind of boil it down to a little bit more of a personal level, right? Mm -hmm. We're all human. Like, let's let's learn a little bit more about these these individuals on a personal level. It was always, it was always fascinating to see what people would say for takeout food order, for mm -hmm. um, music choice. So, I mean, like we... 
there's some amazing things happening with Omron and the technology, but it was, I always find it's extremely fun to, to learn more about people. Absolutely. An opportunity to talk about something that wouldn't come up in a meeting, right? Right, right. Uh, Kenny, that's that's a good point. It's, it, it made me think about when these episodes actually did start coming out. I don't know if it how close it was to uh, the pandemic, but I do recall that I, I was a little surprised about some of the great feedback we got from employees mm-hmm. or our audience. And I felt like maybe that was because everybody was working at home at the time. And it kind of just brought them back to communicating with people on a more conversational level or hearing conversations from people. So I think that that might have been something that was appreciated by the audience as well. Yeah. Well, one thing that kind of surprised me is, um, Carrie, you and I and a couple of people, we did a panel lunch and learn in November, oh, yeah. and it was centered around the, the lead discussion episode. And there were so many people there and there were so many people joining remotely as well. I mean, there was a lot of people that were there and excited and, uh, you know, they were there for lead. They were the, there for the podcast, there for multiple reasons. But it was really neat to see that, you know, showing it kind mm-hmm. of, you know, Seeing that in person is like, wow, you know, this is, this is great. People are really resonating with what we're doing. Absolutely. I, I think it might also be worth mentioning the Toga award we won. Were we surprised by that or (laughs) not surprised? (laughs) Very surprised and very, very very appreciative. Right. Right. Yeah. We, indeed, we're not in it for the awards, right? We're not in it for the awards. <laughs> Speak for yourself. I didn't come here to make friends. In it for the fans. We're not getting, we're, yeah, we don't even get FaceTime, right? Because right. we're on a yeah. podcast. No, I'm just kidding. It's for the fans. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not even sure. Uh, maybe we can quickly say what Toga is. It does stand for the Amran um, Global Awards. I can at least say that it's, it's an annual award ceremony that the company holds globally. I think in our headquarters in Japan, where employees <laughs> present ideas on how we use our technology towards our mission. I don't know if that's the best way to sum it up, but that's what Toga, the Toga Awards is uh, at Amran. Yep. Oh, very, you got it. Very, yep, you got it. You got <laughs> All it. All right. Yep. <laughs> so as we talked about how how the year has progressed and talking about kind of what our favorite things happen and big surprises and stuff like that. What's been an interesting evolution to you all on the recording, whether it be the process on how we're doing them, how we've improved upon things, just as a couple examples, just to be curious to see what you guys have, have think about what what's really evolved throughout the year. That's been very interesting to you. I'd say it's something we mentioned earlier or started talking about is, you know, Carrie got me all emotional and I shed a tear. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, though, it's uh, it's how I think for me, how we've come together as a team, to be honest, how we've improved the uh, podcast in general. Um, that has definitely evolved throughout the time making, you know, our 20 plus episodes now and how we continue to just get great guests. Honestly, that's something that um, I don't know if, you know, general public or people that do podcasts, you know, how hard it is for them to get guests or not hard. But for us, for, for me, it felt like somewhat of a, it, like it might have been somewhat of a challenge. So it was nice to see people in the company um, at different levels, different departments come through and want to be on our podcast. 
and just kind of be willing to talk about the theme related to their role at Omron. And um, it's just been it's been great. What about you, Ted? So I have two answers to this question, but they are related on the more personal level with us. I think Ali just kind of said it just our workflow has changed and you know, I'm not a, tra- a trained audio engineer. This is, like I said at the beginning, I'm a graphic designer, so this is my side hustle. And I you know, do write electronic music, so I do have a little bit of background here, but this has uh, been a big growth curve for me, learning how to do what it is that we do. And thankfully, there's the University of YouTube out there if I have any <laughs> questions about things. But I think that just the, the, the skill set involved in audio engineering is something that I've really come to respect more than I did before. And I did a little, you know, diving into this and the the world of audio engineering is exploding. Uh, overall employment in this sector is projected to grow by over 21%, which is a lot faster than most occupations. And this is between 2020 and 2030. And my source for this is Forbes magazine. And most job categories grow between 5 and 8%. So this, there's a huge amount of growth here. Podcasts are exploding. Uh, and it's, you know, the demand for audio engineers goes beyond podcasting, but it is certainly part of the demand that we're seeing. And so just to see the overall explosion in podcasts over the last few years, to me, is just one of the one of the big takeaways, I think, just that we're entering into a universe that a lot of people are really wanting to get into. This is a very sought after space and people are really seeing the power of podcasts for, I think the first time, even though podcasts have really been around for a long time, I think, you know, all of our devices are connected in ways that they weren't before. You can, your phone's going to be connected to your laptop, to your refrigerator, you know, to your car, (laughs) whatever. So it makes listening to podcasts a lot easier. You can you know, listen to a podcast wherever you are. A lot of youth are engaged in podcasts. The barrier to entry is low. Uh, there's just a lot of reasons to get involved. And I think that we're seeing just so many people coming into this space. So I think that while that last bit isn't necessarily just a reflection on this last year, I think it's just something that as we continue to grow this podcast, it's something for us to keep in mind that this is a huge space that everybody is getting involved in. And the fact that we are here, that we've made over 20 episodes now, I think is a true testament to what it is that we're doing. And I just have so much respect for people who do this on a full-time basis. There are entire agencies, you know, for crying out loud, that are dedicated <laughs> to producing podcasts. So it is a absolutely huge thing. It's the wave of the future. And I'm really proud of what it is that we're done, what we've done and what podcasters are doing outside of us. I mean, I don't know if you've seen this, but there are now podcasters that are going on tour. I mean, to me, that's kind of insane that you can mm-hmm. be a podcaster and sell out, you know, a tour. And mm-hmm. yet it's happening all the time. Uh, so I, it's just I mean, when I reflect on it, it's just it's it's nuts to me. Mm-hmm. Awesome. That was that was interesting. I didn't know some of that information. <laughs> So I kind of want to jump on, um, you know, you mentioned live shows and things. And one of the things I kind of wanted to talk about is, you know, what are we going to look forward to this next year? I know the four of us have kind of talked about some ideas of, you know, mixing up the format or trying to do some more things. Um, One of the great things I think about Omron is we're always challenging ourselves. So we 
I think we've we've got a pretty good well-oiled machine rolling right now. I feel like so now the next step is how can we how can we mix it up? What do we think we see in the future? I don't know if we got the budget for a live tour, but uh, <laughs> we can explore. <laughs> well, you know, yeah, yeah, we can explore. Well, my biggest fear is over-promising and under-delivering, but <laughs> I do think that you're right. This is a time where, you know, we've we've got a rhythm. Let's sprout the wings and fly. And I think that... W- we're doing trade shows again. This is one thing that we were not doing for a couple of years due to the pandemic. And I know mm-hmm. that Gary and Kenny and myself and Ali, we all want to go to trade shows again. And we want to, you know, be on the floor, interact with people. And I think that we all kind of see that as an opportunity for you guys to do like some quick interviews on the floor or, you know, just do some quick, maybe video related content to the podcast. Mm. Um, so I know that's that's kind of one thing that I think that we would like to try and do uh, if if that's possible. And I, I know we've talked a little bit about maybe doing some shorter form, mm-hmm. a, sh- a short form rather, uh, podcasts. I think this podcast that we're doing now is a little bit out of the wheelhouse. I mean, meet the producers. That's not something that we've done. So this is maybe sort of the first step in looking at doing something different. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. Yeah. True. How about you, Uli? What do you see for the future? Ah, what does my third eye tell me? <laughs> <laughs> I I like how Tad mentioned trade shows because I know it's something we brought up in one of our meetings is to possibly have our hosts, our wonderful hosts at the show, live in person doing a recording just to make it a little more exciting, kind of putting ourselves physically out there along with other Amran initiatives. I think it'd be also, it'd also be a nice idea to or have guests um, or interview guests, you know, AK employees in the company outside of the Americas region. Because we do represent Amran Automation Americas, but the company is global. And I think it would just be fantastic to interview some of our colleagues, you know, you know, Asia Pacific, Europe, mm. Japan headquarters. Um, that would just expand that knowledge of, of learning about the company, which I think would be a, a nice uh, next stop. Yeah, I think that's actually one of the reasons why I liked the Terry Kiesling episode so much is because she really talked about Omron as a global player. And, mm-hmm. you know, one of my takeaways from that is how can Omron be a global player in different contexts aside from what she's talking about? And I think that this podcast to Ollie's point could definitely be something that is, you know, international and crosses all boundaries and uh, can be open to all people. In fact, we actually have quite a few listeners in Asia Pacific, uh, the Indian subcontinent. So we're already, you know, they're already t- tuned into the cool people over there. So we might as well, uh, you know, expand our, our guest list, you know. So, uh, Kenny, I don't think that this year is going to be our ultimate podcast dream, which I will retire after that when we record live from a World Series yeah, uh, yep. for the White Sox. I don't think it's going to be this year. But um, beyond that, what are some things that you would like to see us do? 
You know, I would like to record a couple more episodes, I think, just you and me, because I think we've had some role changes. Right. And I think there's some uh, some interesting new things that we've learned with those role changes that would be good to let our our listeners know. But even on top of that, be interested to talk to some people that are more kind of seen as the industry experts in certain areas. Mm. I think it'd be fun to talk to somebody outside of the Omron organization to kind of get their perspective, Mm -hmm. because I think that'd be cool to bring that in to bring that into Omron and see see how we how we view that and how we how we um, approach those types of topics. Absolutely. It'd be fun to get some customers mm-hmm. getting their perspective. I, lo- I love that idea. Yep. What about you, Carrie? Um, I, a lot of the things you guys, I went last, so I have the, the unfortunate <laughs> ditto, side ditto, of saying ditto, ditto. Yeah, what, what they said. Um, but beyond that, I, I really like the idea of, you know, maybe we can do shorter content a little faster, get it out. Um, so that we can have more vary, just get a little bit more variety. I actually would love to hear from some of our listeners. Is there something, you know, are you interested in joining or do you, is there something you wish we'd talk about? Um, maybe we do an all karaoke episode where Kenny just <laughs> sings for us. Nobody I can wants educate that. you on the reflex. Nobody and- wants that. <laughs> <laughs> People will pay you for that to not happen. I think. <laughs> well, you know what'll happen real fast is if I start singing, then they're going to pay you, pay us to get you to sing so that I stop. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know. <laughs> but yeah, I think we've it's been a really fun time so far, and I'm looking forward to what we're going to do next and in, in getting the creativity flowing again. I guess I also just want to thank Tad and Ali for not only now you got to bear the I don't want to say burden, but it is a little bit of torture when you have to listen to yourself. So oh, be worst. prepared to hate your own voice. But Kenny it's and I worst. listen every time. So welcome to the welcome I'm the, to the rare torture. breed that, that loves everything about myself. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> hey. <sighs> Do you guys have the Marco Polo app by any chance? Yes. Yeah, so Uh-oh. sometimes when I'll log into Marco Polo, they'll like my polo will be the last one on there and it'll like like start playing and I'll hear my voice, but yeah, I know gotta stop. So. <laughs> Absolutely. We can cut that out. Don't, don't make me call out the bloopers I had to edit out from from you, <laughs> Carrie and Kenny. <laughs> it's not enough time in the world. That's where the other money goes. That's where the shh don't share those, please, please, please. But of course we could not let you guys go without having to answer. A trivia question. Ted will edit out my sound effect, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, <laughs> a gentleman, do you know what the first ever podcast was that was recorded? You know, shame on me because I knew you were going to ask that question. Well, I didn't know, but I assumed <laughs> that, that was going to be the question. And then I didn't look up the answer ahead of time. So are you I saying I'm predictable? I think you're saying I'm predictable. And I would, I would agree with that statement. <laughs> I was hoping you'd ask us what year the first podcast came out. So that one was okay, pretty we'll difficult. Okay, we'll go year. I'll, 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 give you? You a, I'll give you a year. When, when do you think, when do you think it started? Still no clue. Ah. So I, I don't know the name of the podcast, but I'm going to assume that it was produced by Apple. Yeah, I think that's probably right. That's a good guess. I have to check my source. It was called IT Conversations by Doug K. And the show ran starting in 2003. Two th- oh. Three? <sighs> 2003. Yep, ran from 2003 to 2012. Okay. 
I seriously was guessing 2000 or early 2000s. Nice. But absolutely, guys, we appreciate everything you've done for the podcast and are super excited to see where it continues to grow. We've gotten better and better every time and just super excited to continue on this journey with you all. And and it's so much fun, so much fun to do. No, this is a blast. I, I'm so glad that I'm part of this project. It has been a complete kick in the pants and uh, I've learned a lot. I think we all have a good time doing it. And yeah, onward and upward. Love it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's been great. Thanks a lot, guys, and I'm I'm really I really am pumped uh, for what's to come. Thank you, everyone, for joining Carrie and me for the Operation Automation podcast. If you have topics you'd like to hear discussed on future episodes, please send them to our email address, operationautomation at omron.com, with podcast idea in the subject line. Finally, all these cool things you learn about on this podcast can be found at automation.omron.com. Until next time, we put the fun in factory automation. Ba-da-da-da. <laughs> <laughs>